All right, hello everyone and welcome to Competition Countdown. We are here with Westchester University's Under Arrest. We're here with Christina, Stephen, and Zachary. Hi, how are you guys? We are doing great today. It's been about a little over a week since our competition. I still think we're feeling it. And we are just excited to work towards semifinals. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about Under Arrest. It's still a relatively new group, if I'm if I understand. Correct. We were founded in 2014. So we haven't even been established for 10 years. And we have only won quarterfinals three times in our entire existence in 2019 and 2020. And then we had a little later. Right, right. But um in this year, in the 2023 season, we've come back and we're back on top. We're so excited to be here. Good. It's like the pandemic never happened then, right? just right, right back on track. <laughs> I wish, I wish we could say that. Same. So uh, what was it like this year, kind of getting back into a more normal season without like all of this threat of, I mean, I know the pandemic's still a thing, but it's not like hanging over our heads like it has been for three years. Um, it was, it was very exciting. We could be a lot more collaborative than we could be in the past because we could be physically sitting in the same room as people. We didn't have to worry as much about with our annual boot camp. Um, we have an annual boot camp hosted in January where last year it was a little bit of a a little bit of a scare as if we could be, all be healthy in the same mm -hmm. same time. And the year prior, there was really no working around COVID. Um, so this year is really nice to be able to safely meet in person. We were all really, really excited to get back into that. So what was the quarterfinal like this year? You guys are just coming off of yours. So what was the experience like? It was absolutely incredible. And my freshman year is um, the last time we won quarterfinals, actually. So it's kind of a full circle moment for me as a senior now, having this opportunity to perform amongst some amazing groups. I mean, I was genuinely like when we were up for the awards at the end of the day, I had no idea how it was going to turn out genuinely. I even talked to the producer, Holly, after the show, and she was asking, like, I wonder what you guys were feeling like when you didn't get any awards, but then came out on top. And I was like, you know, that was that was a twisted joke because we <laughs> we didn't even think we placed. I mean, the competition was just so fierce that night and it could have gone anyway. And I'm just very, very thankful for the performance we had and for the support we received that night. It was just an incredible feeling to be surrounded by such talented groups and individuals. And that speaks a lot to the overall talent of your quarterfinal for all of the other individual awards to go to other groups and for you guys to win the whole thing. I know it was it was generally a shocker. Like I, I just remember feeling the the feeling I had when they announced our name first. I was like, wait a minute, like something didn't seem right. But when I walked off the stage, I I knew that we had done the best we could. So I'm glad that the judges saw that as well. So tell me a little bit about this winning set. How did you guys, what's the process for you guys to get from, you know, your, your retreats and the beginning of the year and bringing in new members to putting all of that on the stage? Um, well, so we have a really, really, really great competitive committee. Um, so at the beginning of summer, uh, we, we all know who is going to be on our competitive committee. There's the music director, the president oversees the process, and we have two other members who are elected in the position to help us start to create this competitive set. And it all starts with just ideas and songs. And it's just me sending, I'm music director, so I send a bunch of these ideas to these people and I'm like, okay, this would be a great song. This would be a great set. And it's a lot of just inspiring um, conversations with each other to try to figure out what the vision is. And it all starts at the beginning of summer. And then 
carrying out the vision is like a whole is a whole different thing um but it all starts to compile once we get our newbies and we start to arrange the set in the winter and we start to put choreography to that and then our boot camp is where we actually put all of it together and then we get a competition and we see how we do and see if our vision is what we thought it was in the beginning so it's really cool awesome so tell me a little bit more about this boot camp i am i miss those days <laughs> So I'm a fifth year in the group. So I have seen bootcamp look very, very different, right? Pre-pandemic, yeah. during pandemic, post-pandemic. It has just been a wild ride from day one because my freshman year, which was 20, 2018, 2019 competition season, we had 10 days of eight to 10 hour slots, like with just a lunch break. And what we would wow. do is we would go in. First day, you just start learning the music. You typically will start with we'll do it in chronological order. So we'll start with the first song. And then the next day, maybe we'll do music for the second song and then do choreography for the first song in the afternoon. So we sort of stagger music and choreography in a way that we can start to internalize um, the music and uh, feel it through our bodies kinesthetically mm -hmm. as we're going through the process. So it helps us sort of get those repetitions as we go because competitive set, you know, back then it was 12 minutes and that's a lot to memorize musically and choreo wise um, right in a row. So, you know, during the pandemic, we had no boot camp, you know, the first year of the pandemic. And then the second year, we wanted to have a 10 day boot camp. And then, you know, the numbers just kept rising. So we kind of had a give and take. And we only got to do five or six days with limited hours. But this year was the first year since the heat of the pandemic that we really got to come back. And it says, okay, 10 days, here we go. We're doing these, we're committing to these full days. And it was nice because we had a little bit more wiggle room um, because it's only a 10 minute set this year as opposed to a 12 minute set. So we actually had more time to clean things, to sort of work through the music a bit quicker. And that was really nice for us because we didn't feel so much pressure and stress of pulling it together so much, um, especially because our quarterfinal was one of the last in the yeah, season. It might've been the last one. Yeah, I think there's like one left this coming weekend and that's it. We're in semifinal season now. So so speaking of, like, it sounds like the, the, the switch from 12 minutes to 10 minutes was a good thing for you guys. Did you find any challenges with having to put together a shorter set? We were pretty lucky with how our songs started to, we, so sometimes we, we pick songs and then we cut them up and we try to pick like the most interesting parts of each song and the ones that will work together as a set the best. We were very lucky with how it just automatically seemed to fall into place with the set this year. Um, we did have to ask the, um, the MC jams to say no. <laughs> applause please um because if we did have applause during our set or if they were to clap like within our breaks we might have gone over time which is something i think that would probably be the biggest challenge is trying to keep our set at a pace so we don't go over time right we have a tendency to rush so we don't usually have to worry about that um but yeah that's definitely our biggest concern always a little nerve-wracking to worry that the audience might interfere with the timing of your set only because they're trying to love you <laughs> You know, one of the best parts about competing is the feedback that you get from the judges. Is there anything that you're hoping that you're able to incorporate between now and semifinals? I definitely think um, the ju the judges' feedback was great. It's always good to see what insights they have because throughout our process with boot camp and everything, we try to expose ourselves to different audiences um, so that we can get some outsider feedback because, you know, you do the same set over and over again. And with boot camp, you're already at 80 hours. So mm -hmm. after that, you're so used to it and it's harder to see those problems. So it's always good to look at judges' feedback and see what they have suggestions for or what went well. And overall, we, we got some good feedback. I, I think one judge was saying how they just had to stop writing because they enjoyed the song so much. But on the flip side, they told us that I feel like 
some of our choreography moments could be a little bit cleaner and our emotions overall, just intention behind what we're doing. Things just need to be bigger. And so as a result of that feedback, these next couple of weeks are really clean, 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 just making sure that we are crossing all of our T's, dotting all of our I's in rehearsal. And we're bringing in other outsiders such as alumni to come in and help us with that feedback. So the judges feedback was very, very helpful and definitely helps give us a direction for where we should go between quarters and semis. Awesome. So, and I imagine you're in the middle of the semester, so you don't have just 80 hours to hang out and, and work just on this. You have to, you know, focus on being college students and <laughs> class. So how do you rehearse regularly? Like now, how do you incorporate this into your regular rehearsal schedule? Um, so we have two rehearsals a week that are official rehearsals. We rehearse on Sundays for two hours and we rehearse on Wednesdays for two hours. Our attendance is, of course, mandatory, but we do miss a few individuals, which does make it a little bit harder to see the bigger picture. So that's always that's always a fighting thing. Our boot camp is a mandatory attendance where most people usually in the past have been able to go to every single day. So that's really nice to have like those eight to nine hour days where you have everybody. But we're at a point now where we only have, I think, three rehearsals left before semifinals and we're not even going to have every single person at every rehearsal so it gets a little interesting but we do offer optional rehearsals for people and we're always super super proactive with having sectionals outside if there is a necessity for them and people right. are very good with coming to me saying hey can we work on this part and I'm always in the music building so I'm always there to like try to go to a practice room for like 20 minutes to try to round out something with somebody so people are people are very very proactive people are great with that so yeah we have we have a few rehearsals a week. I mean, I know competition is important, but it's not the only thing that you do all year. What else do you have going on this spring? Well, every spring, at least, you know, outside of the context of COVID, we always have our uh, spring benefit concert. We do a benefit concert in the winter and one in the spring. Um, our spring one is a much bigger event. We do a lot more advertising for it. We host it in a bigger venue. We invite groups from other schools. It's called YOVO, which stands for Your Voice. Um, that benefit concert, I think, is happening on April 14th, if I'm correct. Do I have that date right? April 14th, the Friday. You got it. Thank you. But yeah, and what we do is we'll collect donations from local businesses and we'll, you know, have a raffle basket sort of thing go on. We'll have a price for entry of admission and all of our proceeds go to the Dreaming Zebra Foundation, um, which supports underfunded schools and students that maybe don't have arts programs, um, you know, for children. And it's really, really nice for us to be able to use the arts to support the arts. You know, it's sort of what goes around, comes around. And um, it's one of my favorite events of the year, personally, just because we get to sort of round out the year. We get to perform our competitive set as sort of the last time we do it live as a unit before we start thinking about the next year and how we're going to proceed. So it's it's a really nice way for us to both wrap up and support the community that has given so much to us. To add on to that really quick, last year we, we, we typically donate to the Dreaming Zebra Foundation because we have their cause is just so influential and it means a lot to us as people who participate in music all the time. But last year, for whatever reason, they weren't accepting donations. So we hope they are accepting donations this year so we can give them last year's and this year's donations, which we've kept tucked away for them specifically. But yeah, Yovo is definitely our big event of the spring. And now that we've moved on to semis, it's just such a busy time of the year. And like, you know, we all have our own lives individually too. Like I'm still at school because I'm student teaching right now. So my whole day is filled. And then at night, you know, it's really rehearsal mode. So we have lots of things to look forward to in the spring, which is great. But from a logistical standpoint, can definitely be nightmarish at some point. <laughs> Christina, are you a senior too? 
I am yes, but I will be a super senior next year. Um, nice. I'll be here for five years, but yeah, my schedule, my schedule. I'm a music student, so my schedule is pretty packed to the brim. Um, taking like a billion classes all the time. So, but it's nice that under arrest is just like it almost just feels like a little bit of a time away from all of that. So it's fun. I bet. Um, what kind of um, do you know which guests are coming to to sing with you guys at Yovo? That is a pending thing. So we sent out invitations recently to um, a couple of groups, the Alcapella group from Temple University, High Street Harmonics from our university. We typically invite all of our groups, but one of our groups at our university is attending a competition the same day, so they actually can't make it. We invited the Melodies from Delaware, who are actually our, they, they were our runner-ups in the quarterfinal competition. Right. So we're so moving on. to see them again. You guys are going to be yeah. good friends by the end of this season. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's great. There's one other group that I just is on the tip of my tongue, but I forget at the moment. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, well, it already sounds like a great show. Yeah. So as you guys are on your way out, I know Christine, you still have another year, but where do you want to see? I mean, this is still a young group, especially when you compare it to the groups up in New England that have been around for a hundred years or so, 50, 60 years. Where do you want to see this group head in the next five, 10 years? I know for me personally, when I came in, my freshman year was the first time we had ever won quarterfinals. And we were so excited, but we were also so nervous because that year and the year after we were losing so much of our strong leadership. We were like, how are we going to continue this? How are we going to make this happen? But my goal and the mantra I've sort of been saying to myself is I want every year of under arrest to look better than the year prior. I always just want this group to succeed even more. This past spring or this past fall rather um we got to open for the rockettes at radio city music hall in new york city which was a phenomenal experience and that's not something that we had ever been invited to do before and i just want to see what other sorts of opportunities that come under arrest way you know how much bigger can we get how much more can we put ourselves out there as a presence how much more can we support our community you know both financially and in terms of donating our talent you know it's just we have such a strong work ethic as a unit and i just want to see that grow and allow people to play to their strengths and just create this sort of really self sustaining program that allows it to continue to flourish more and more as time goes on. And what is it, what is your reception like in the community? I, I grew up in the area, so I know that acapella is still like a fairly new concept to Southeastern Pennsylvania. So what is the reception that you guys get locally? I would say it's a mixed bag, honestly. So we have some super fans in our campus and community um, who show out to like all of our events, listen to us on Spotify. I think we've had a couple of people say like, oh, you were in my Spotify raps, which is always it's like interesting to hear. I'm like, okay, awesome. Like, that's so fun. But then you'll be walking around town with a sweatshirt that says UAR and people are like, what frat is that? And they just have no <laughs> idea. So it's really a mixed bag. I think overall, the people that have interacted with us have a good rapport with us. And it's always a pleasure to perform at campus and community events. It really brings me so much joy. And I know that's why we do it. So awesome. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. You guys are mid-Atlantic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you'll be at the Mid-Atlantic semifinals. I believe that's in Wilmington. Yes. You guys get a nice little trip to Delaware. Um, and we hope that we get to watch your journey through throughout April and maybe beyond. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. And thank you for this opportunity.